This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, the coldest case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, Chadwick Boseman, how his legacy will live on. We must find a way to look after one another. It's awesome, I'll leave it, you be happy. <laughs> Plus, Michael B. Jordan's powerful tribute, their final conversation after years of friendship. We're tied together to yeah. a certain degree, forever. Then, the Ellen shakeup, one of the bosses speaks out. It's been a couple of rough months. As Mariah Carey chimes in. I can't believe you did this to me, Ellen. What? Also, new details in Niecy Nash's surprise wedding. Pow! Plus, only E.T. is behind the scenes of the Brandy versus Monica singing battle, feuding no more. What is this? What are we doing? This is amazing. <laughs> It will exceed the, the expectations that people have. They're, they're actually not ready for what they're about to see. How right he was. That is Chadwick Boseman talking to E.T. at the premiere of Black Panther, which took place right here on Hollywood Boulevard and inside the Dolby Theater. Michael B. Jordan was here as well, and he is struggling with the loss of his dear friend and co-star. I've known him since I was about like 17, so I've known him for a really long time. He did the work, obviously. You know, I just think he did an incredible job being true to the, to the character. Collaborating together, I knew we're tied together to yeah. a certain degree, forever. Tied together forever. Three days after losing his friend, Michael B. Jordan honored Chadwick, writing, One of the last times we spoke, you said we were forever linked, and now the truth of that means more to me than ever. 
We got to see firsthand the strong bond Chadwick and Michael shared, from intense acting scenes to just joking around. Was there a little bit of a competition of who, I mean, who was going to be more fine? <laughs> oh, I don't know about more fine. <laughs> Why y'all trying to start all this drama? Why y'all trying to start drama over here? <laughs> I was less concerned about, like, you know, whether my bicep was as big as his bicep <laughs> or my shoulder. You know, that's 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 your friend. I mean, I play sports, he plays sports. I mean, we're pretty both athletic. Okay, I'm going to say me. Just <laughs> I'll just say me. Whatever. It's you. Whatever. Michael says, you showed me how to be better, honor purpose, and create legacy. One of the ways Chadwick did that was by giving back. In 2018, right in the middle of his cancer battle, the star visited young patients and their families at the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. I loved your movie. Thank you. Thank you. You saw smiley, making me happy. Now, one of the big questions is what happens with Black Panther 2? Director Ryan Coogler has been working on a script, and many fans are adamant the role of King T'Challa should not be recast. I know that you can't have a Black Panther now without a two on it. So we love you, and we celebrate it. (laughs) Chadwick grew up in Anderson, South Carolina, and the mayor is reportedly planning a celebration of the star's life on Thursday, followed by a screening of Black Panther. Denzel Washington, who secretly paid for Chadwick's acting classes, tells E.T., quote, he was a gentle soul and a brilliant artist who will stay with us for eternity through his iconic performances. I am king of Wakanda. Just get him out. Understand? Denzel's son, Tenet star, John David Washington, shared this memory of when the two first met at a Vanity Fair photo shoot. Welcome to Vanity Fair. We're not models. We're used to being in front of a moving camera. So I think it makes you more comfortable. He was just as warm and as, as humble as, he, as, as one could be. Um, you know, embraced me like a brother, even though it was like a five-minute embrace. I just have a tremendous, a tremendous amount of respect for him and what he stood for and uh, how he lived his life. The legacy Chadwick leaves behind is evident. Lala Anthony shared her grief with us in our exclusive interview. It's hurtful, it's sad on so many levels. Just to think that, you know, he was battling with this and no one really knew about it and still being an amazing person and showing up for work and pleasant, it just makes you go like, what are we ever complaining about? You know what I mean? Like, what are we complaining about? And life is so precious and it's so short. And these are just reminders. But coping with loss is nothing new for Lala. Chadwick's death comes just seven months after Kobe's passing. And Lala's been by his widow Vanessa's side ever since. She's the strongest woman I know. I tell her all, all the time. But Monica has been great. Sierra's been great. And um, we're just going to continue to support her in, in anything that, that she needs. These friendships are lifelong bonds. So I've, I've known Vanessa maybe 13, 14, 15 years now. We've been all over the world together. You know, Kobe and Mello played in the Olympics together. They were very, very close. So this is, this is, this is nothing new. This is family. Also part of Lala's family, Kim K. The mom of 13-year-old Kyan is just one of the celeb models helping her BFF celebrate the first anniversary of her Skims shapewear line. You know, I'm just so proud of her. Wow, I remember when we were just talking about this. So when she called and said, you know, La, I want to do the one-year anniversary campaign. I want you to be a part of it. I was like, say no more. I'm there. I've already been getting pictures from 
New York, where I'm from, of billboards with my face all over them, which that never gets old. I don't care. I'm like, I will never get tired of seeing my face on a billboard. It's the coolest thing ever. And might I add, Lala looks amazing in this campaign. I mean, wow. Now, of course, there are some times when you would rather not have your face in the spotlight. So kicking off our know and tell, new insight into Ellen's summer under fire. It's been a couple of rough months. It's been rough. That's Ellen's EP breaking his Instagram silence on the toxic workplace investigation as another Ellen guest speaks out. People are saying that uh, that you're pregnant. There, there's rumors. Don't discuss that. <laughs> Mariah Carey just revealed she felt extremely uncomfortable during this moment in 2008. That's not champagne because you can't. No, it is. One. Is it really? Yeah, you want to you want to taste it? I can't believe you did this to me, Ellen. What? Looking back now, Mimi says, "quote I really have had a hard time grappling with the aftermath. I wasn't ready to tell anyone because I had had a miscarriage." Mm. You're pregnant. <laughs> Mariah later appeared on Ellen five more times and notes, quote, I don't want to throw anyone under any proverbial bus. Next, surprise, Ed Sheeran is a dad. The 29-year-old singer posted this pic, announcing he and wife Cherry secretly welcomed a baby girl named Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran. She was born last week and, quote, both mom and baby are doing amazing. Another surprise, Niecy Nash just said, I do. I love you, Jessica. The 50-year-old and longtime friend singer Jessica Betts tied the knot on Saturday. My in 2018, Jessica appeared on Niecy's TNT series, Claws. Ironically, it was the season finale where Nash's character gets hitched. When you get to hang out on set with your homegirl. Niecy just finalized her divorce from Jay Tucker in March and in May told us she was on the market. Is that also your way of saying I'm single, y'all? Well, I mean, people know, but that's not the point. According to our source, Niecy's bond with Jessica recently blossomed into love. The couple has been enjoying quarantine together and decided why wait to get married? Things happen. And things happen. I mean, you know. Let's get dramatic and talk The Bachelorette. The big premiere is a little over a month away, and Bachelor Nation is already going wild for the new promo of Claire's season. But noticeably absent from it is our other Bachelorette. I've been down this road before. I want respect. I think Tasha's gonna have the benefit of following Claire and whatever Claire did, right? Sounds like it might be a challenge for Claire in a couple weeks. So you're saying if Claire gave us a tornado, Tasha will have the benefit of being able to come in and, and be like- yeah, I mean, it might be like Claire might be the storm and Tasha might be the sunrise. I don't know. I mean, that's just what I'm hearing. A source tells ET that filming for Claire slash Tasha's season wraps this week, and production went better than anyone anticipated, and is truly unlike anything fans have seen before. I just have so many questions about how things are going to play out. So do we. Of course, last night on The Bachelor, the greatest seasons ever, we saw even if things go bad, they can always get better. Will you marry me? Hello. 
Nick and Vanessa Grimaldi called off their engagement after five months, but they still keep in touch. What was the conversation when you found out she got engaged again? Vanessa and I are really good. I, I shot her a text and just wished her congratulations. As for Nick's relationship status, he was linked to January Jones back in 2018, and in June was spotted jogging with his ex, one-time bachelorette Andy Dorfman. Uh, we went for a run once as friends. Just want to emphasize that. I'm in a very comfortable place in my relationship life right now. I don't feel like commenting more. <laughs> Nick is now an aspiring actor, and if you want to see his range, let's just say he can definitely get emotional. They seem to fit every shot of you crying in there. <laughs> I just decided to lead into the emotional moment that was The Bachelor. With The Bachelor, they're pretty much the same. And being overcome with emotion is something the super nanny knows all too well. I think it's a tough one for most, for, oh. Joe Frost's real, raw, and relatable parenting advice as we navigate unprecedented times. We gotta be understanding what we don't understand. Plus, our Brandy and Monica exclusive. There was a time when I was kicking in doors and snacking cheese. I was one of them ones how they finally put their 20-year feud to rest. It's our first time in the same room for how long? Eight or nine years. That's a long time. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. You know, 2020 has been a lot for kids to handle with the pandemic and all the social unrest. So what's a parent to do? Ah, don't worry. We've got my girl, Super Nanny Joe Frost here to help. How can parents help their children digest all the things that are going on in our world right now besides COVID? I think it's a tough one for most, for, oh, I feel emotional myself now. This is so tough, really tough. So it's really, really difficult. You are their role models as parents. We've got to be having these conversations. We've got to be understanding what we don't understand. That is sage advice from the super nanny. In fact, Joe's gotten thousands of emails from families asking for help stretched to their breaking point in these difficult times. Look at me, look at me. Go night-night. What advice do you give to parents right now, they're trying to do school, you're trying to do work, and it's all chaos, all hell's breaking loose. You're going to do the best you can, you're going to communicate with your partner, you're going to tag team when you're working and when you're taking that important call, you're going to get real organized when it comes to doing the homework and color coding who's got what, you're going to make your kids step up and be more responsible, we're going to stop hovering and helicopter parenting. This is no time to play martyr and sit there getting medals for spinning 50 plates. Do six of them and do them well. Joe kicks off new episodes of Super Nanny on Lifetime today. Expect plenty of tantrums and not just from the kids. Why are you lying? I'm going to start crying because don't you don't listen. There's betrayal and love and disappointment. It was a ride this season. You're going to get in a lot of trouble. Do you understand? <laughs> Listen to me when I tell you, this woman has the patience of a saint. And speaking of patience, we have been patiently waiting for Brandy and Monica to reunite and bring us the singing battle. 
that we've all been waiting for. People think I'm abusive. That's not what happened. So what did? Brandy and Monica reveal all in our exclusive behind the scenes of their reunion. Like, I love you, Mo. I really do. And we're with a country trio who have plenty of material for new songs. It's pretty crazy. Luke Combs on getting married, Carly Pierce on getting divorced, and Gabby Barrett on getting ready for baby. I hope that they get his hair. Not mine. <laughs> Remember that Brandy and Monica feud that's been going on for over 20 years? Well, last night, 1.2 million people watched the ladies in a versus battle of their hits. We were exclusive behind the scenes where there was a lot of love and a little tension. I spent a lot of years just puzzled, but kind of going through my own things in life too. And so I found it easier to just stay apart mm -hmm. than to come together. So we were on the same page. I just wanted to go talk to her and see her and just, and just, and just tell her that, you know, just how I I'm felt. I'm a straight shooter. I had something I wanted to say. I'm a straight shooter too now. Now. Aren't you proud? Yes. <laughs> I'm here for it. There was a time when I was kicking in doors and smacking chicks. You sure was. Those people know about it, I was one of them ones. One of them ones that what? It took very adult conversation. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, there's no shame. In, in saying that. She beat me to the punch, basically. We thank appreciate entertainment tonight being here. This is that's yeah, thank you. The ladies made up before hitting the stage, but what was the beef all about? Well, something big happened at the 1998 VMAs. Rumors swirled of a fight on set. People think I'm abusive. That's not what You're happened. Abusive. Th that sounded like I was abusive. But you the one said you were kicked in and go and... But I didn't say you. And it feels good, too, and it feels real, like... What, what is this? What are we doing? This is amazing. <laughs> Listen, come on. It, it, it's definitely a new day. But when we showed them our interview from that day, they only have fond memories now. I'm really ecstatic about the fact that we got the opportunity to be here, rehearse on stage. Oh, look, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. That's fresh face. This is our first time ever performing it together, so we're like really hyped. If you look at the end of that performance, regardless to what you may have heard about what happened during mm -hmm. that performance, if you look at the end of it, you see two women that are excited, that are happy, yes. that are grateful, and that's the same thing that happened today. today. So it's kind of like the unexpected works for us. The two are all smiles and hugs now. Monica even dropped her new single, Trenches, during the battle. Only thing I'm upset about today is that she didn't sing all of the words to my songs like I did hers. Like, that's the only thing. I did. We're going to work on it, though. That's we're gonna work not on true. It I'm going to teach, teach you a few. Especially by the time you got the head you ever. True. I dedicated that one to you. Yes. <laughs> Those two are a trip. Well, speaking of friendly competitions, the biggest stars in country music will come together for the CMAs in November, with Miranda Lambert leading the pack. It'll all come out, all come out in with seven nods this year alone, Miranda's now the most nominated female artist in CMA history. In the race for Entertainer of the Year, she's up against Keith Urban, Eric Church, Carrie Underwood, and Luke Holmes, a first-timer in this category. But Luke's celebrating more than just his sixth nomination. Married up. There was a uh, category one hurricane beelining for us. Literally, we we had to decide where the uh, wedding was going to be the morning of the wedding. So that was interesting. I hope you're happy. 
stopping now. This is all I've ever wanted to do in my life. And this song was special to me on so many levels. Song of the Year is just one of Carly Pierce's four nods at the CMA Awards, November 11th on ABC. It's definitely a bright spot in a tough year. She filed for divorce from fellow country singer Michael Ray in June. How are things going for you on a personal front? I'll look back on 2020 as the year that I really took a stand for myself and was stronger than ever. Both Carly and Mama to be Gabby Barrett will face off in the new Artist of the Year category. You also have a little bun in the oven. I do. <laughs> I'm about halfway through and she's all good, so we're really excited. I hope that they get his hair, not mine. <laughs> I can only imagine the vocal chops that little gal may have. All right, coming up, the sweet way Prince Harry and Meghan Markle honored the late Princess Diana. Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. I love this. Harry and Meghan not afraid to get their hands dirty. The Duke and Duchess picked the perfect way to honor Harry's late mother, Princess Diana. They helped students at a preschool in L.A. replant their garden, and it included forget-me-not seeds, which were Lady Di's favorite. Yesterday marked the 23rd anniversary of her tragic passing, and Harry shared how he feels about his new home in America. Loving it. It's fantastic. I probably, what I need is a, is a few, like, mini rugby balls, and then get uh, get Archie involved with with uh, with the with the game so i need to get him playing playing some rugby league take care everybody if you like entertainment tonight you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus in the wondery app or on apple podcasts prime members can listen ad free on amazon music before you go tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay, and and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.